Hi everybody, it's Eli here. Paul's over there. Hello, and I'm at peace now that I've found God. <laughs> well, that took me out for surprise. <laughs> I feel happier. Have you found God? Yeah, I found That's him. That's good. Where did you find him? He's in this box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's in this box. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me just get him out. It's a porcelain box of some sort. Yeah, it's a special box that keeps God's in. I get him out. Hang on. You in there? Hello. Let's start again. No, 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 no. no, no, no I like again. this one. No, can you put how my you, crockery down, please? How are you, please? God? Yeah, I'm all right. Don't stop what, using that. I'll get you a what, box. What you're up to? Right. Oh, I, I don't like down. being in a box. Get oh, off. Play. Put get it down. Off. I like being in this box. I want right. my god in a box. Put sketch. my crockery down. Why? We're starting again. No. You'll chip it. I won't chip it. Oh, fucking... Stop. Is that a box, is it? Oh, Doesn't yeah, sound... hello. I'm god in a box. You're not in a box. You're Asking... in a pair of bowls. I look at you, Eli, and I know where you're going when you die. Where? Oh, you're going to the naughty place downstairs. I'm going to the naughty place downstairs. You're going to the naughty place downstairs, so say I am god. Okay. <laughs> well, perhaps if you are god, you can tell me what will happen to me, I don't know, next Tuesday. Oh, uh, next Tuesday? Let me just look in my book. Hang on. Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. Here we go. <laughs> I've got it. Tuesday. Is that, are you sure it's me you've looked yeah, under? Yeah, I've looked it up. Stephen Stilferman. <laughs> Stephen Stilferman, isn't it? That's your name, isn't it? No, it's Eli, Eli Silverman. Eli Silverman. Oh. Yeah, oh, so it's not that Tuesday. Let me check it out again, then. Okay. Hang on, here we go. It's Eli Silverman. Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. There we go. Yeah, you gotta, uh, you got to lose a bank card. That's what's going to happen. You're going to actually, lose a bank card. Wow, that's quite accurate, Paul, yeah. actually. And uh, the following Thursday, you're going to stump your toe when you're cooking in the kitchen. You well, don't want any more. Low, fly uh, God. I am God. Fly God. I am God that I know all low. If you just hang about there for a second, God, because yeah, I, I found I found a, an important uh, person in yeah, my life. Yeah, you found another person. Just like Paul you? found you yeah. in that box. Yeah, to be brought right. to a special God box. Yeah, why you is have it? A fucking God, why does it you? sound like you a... You have a fucking God, what have you? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it sound like a bowl? What? Why does it sound like a bowl? It's a, it's because it's the acoustics in this box. Well, I found the devil the other day oh, in I this am. box. No, you That's where him. I found him. Fucking devil prick. What's he got? Uh, hello. 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 You're right, mate. Yeah, how's it going up there? Yeah, you know, it's, it's not too bad as it goes oh, up here, Oh, you know what? Mate. I've got terrible yeast infection all round my oh, gonads it... up my ass. Can you do something about it? Yeah, I've got a topical cream. Hang on, let me check my book. Oh, Tuesday, Tuesday, is, is Tuesday, Tuesday. Is it devil? Tuesday, is it devil? Tuesday, Tuesday, what, no, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Anyway, I think we've better put these back in their boxes and put them away. Oh. All right, I'll see you next week, Paul. All You're right. all right. All right, okay. Well, we found God this week. No, I found the devil. And that we, Did you not it, get that? Yes. You didn't no, get pick up on that? We found them both. And Do I, I get hope... that again? No. Oh, I'm the devil. I'm in a box. Oh, I've got yeast infection. Oh, you know what helps me? You know what helps me with the yeast infection? Oh, when you spray some powder on it. I like that talc powder. You're getting spray cans. And you get... <laughs> like, that's it. Hello, that will do as a cold open this week for Cheap Show episode. I will it. Whatever number it is. It doesn't. It has. It won't do. And it did. It doesn't do. It's going to have to. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Cheap show, you're gonna have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap show.
tired this week on Cheap Show because, well, we had a full weekend of being entertainment lords. We were part of the Digitizer Live experience. Two shows, Friday, Saturday night, of wacky Digitizer-flavoured hijinks, and we're a little bit pooped because of it today. And if you came, thank you very much for coming. Yes, I was, was there on the Saturday night, the best of the nights. No, well, Biffo preferred the Friday. Why? And, you know, I'm just going to say this. He said, I looked happier on stage uh, on Friday. Then on Saturday night when you're there, I think he noticed that I'm a better person. When I'm not around. When you're not around. I can be myself more. I can be uncut Ganon. What do I do? How do I inhibit you? You're like a cloud, aren't you? It's like my life is a sunny day and you are the looming grey cloud. Looming grey cough. Fuck. <laughs> I think you're still tired, Paul. I'm very tired. My mouth You're the is- looming gay. Sometimes you are the looming gay. No, there's no such thing as the looming gay. <laughs> Apart from stereotypes in the 1800s. Listen, the looming gay is a thing. It's a boat, probably, yes. All aboard the HMS looming gay. Hoo, hoo. Eat me spinach. I don't know where it goes. Eat me spinach. Eat me spinach. I'm strong to the finish because I, I eat, eat me, me spinach. spinach. I'm bumhole the sailor man. Boop, boop. <laughs> got that out Wait, of I've got nothing Hold this on. week, Paul. I've got nothing. This is going to be a very this short... This is very bad. So have you picked out what you're going to wear for the wedding? I don't... I don't even know the fucking date. Does it say on the invite? Yeah, September. The... I'll give you it later. It's September sometime. Early September. Around about the time we do our 350th. I thought I'd go for like a Tarzan cod piece, uh, nipple tassels and uh, studio line. Yeah. Know, like, the studio like line. Like a whole helmet style studio. Yeah. I think Solid be a good studio look. line. It'd be nice to see you dress up for a change, you know, rather than just being in your usual slack baggy formless shape of clothing that you thrust upon yourself. I don't wear formless clothes. You do. You just roll into your clothes and whatever's stuck to you when you Paul, come out the other side I don't, is I'm what not you wear take, for the day. I will not take fashion pointers from Mr. Giacomo Friday. Giacomo doesn't even exist, does no, it, it anymore? No, it doesn't. I don't oh, think I'm it does. Boo-hoo man. Boo-hoo man. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? What, is, that, is, that, is that what that is? Is that what you're talking about? No. I don't know. I can yeah. wear what I like. You can wear what you like, and like, you do. And do you what you what wear, like to wear is like a bin man. No, it's not like a bin man. It is. Bin men don't have a uniform. They do. They have that high-vis thing, and then they have a That's patch. a uniform of sorts, then, isn't it? That's what I said. It's a uniform. they have a big badge on their back It's a uniform. Bin it's man. not their everyday fucking wear. So I what? I go, what? So I wear a high-vis... When you say I dress like a bin man, do you mean I have a high-vis vest... And I have Harringay Council on a patch on my back. And I smell of fish and old eggs. Yes, that you mostly smell of fish and old eggs. You smell of a bumhole Friday. You are what I like to call a tripe man. I would like to spray a powdery residue all over you and then... Or smear it in. And that no, not powdery. smear it in. Rub, rub. Rub, rub, rough, rough. Oh, here we go. Here you are. What are we in? Three minutes. And the fucking barking's begun. <laughs> See, stop it. There's no need. You're an, you're an adult man. Paul. And you can use words to be funny. You can I try can. that. Oh, yes. But Ask unfortunately, me. I'll write a joke now on right, any, okay, any topic. I'm going to give you a topic and you have to write a joke about it. Okay. The topic is crossing the road. I say, I say, I say. What do you say? I was crossing the road every 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 day. You were crossing the road every day. I yeah. cross the road every day. Do you? But just this last Tuesday, yeah. I was crossing the road. A lollipop man came up and I said, oh, 
It'll take you a long time to cross the road with your tiny legs. Your lolly was made like a lolly. was literally a lollipop man made of a lollipop. <laughs> oh, dear. I didn't expect it to go that badly. Did you? I didn't. I, come on, another topic. All right, topic. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a soft punt. I'll give you an easy one, okay. right? Hot sauce. Give me a hot sauce gag. Uh, the other day, I yeah. say, I say, I say. The other... uh, I'll tell you what. I... I uh... I, uh, Why are you doing it like you're trying to sell me nylons in the 50s? I, I, I tell you what, I, uh, the missus. Yeah, the missus. She was asleep, right? Yeah. And I, I got some of that hot sauce. Yes. And I crept in there. Crept in. And I... Uh, this is a joke and not like some <laughs> vulgar kind of sex act you're about no, to break no, into. No, right, no, okay. no, no, absolutely not. No, don't, no, no. Missus snoring away. Yeah, that's two in the morning. Yeah. Take the uh, take the old top. <laughs> Come on, mate. You can get through this, even if it's shit. I take get it out. Okay, it. all right. I take out my. And you, you're not allowed to use any nonsense words. No. And it looks like you're veering. Take out my willy. Yeah, this is not very good. And then I pack the meters open. Yeah, you just pinch the sides and drip, drip, drop. Yeah. Oh, didn't half burn. Right. Wife wakes up. She goes, "What on earth's going on? I've got." I say. Oh, my penis is on fire. She calls the ambulance. I go to hospital. Right, so where's the joke coming in? What bit is the joke? Wherever you where's like. Where's the joke? Wherever you like. Where Come on, is one the more joke? topic. I'll give you one Three. on hot sauce. Three's a good one. I've got a new company that sets up that tells you exactly what um, page you've got open on your, on your laptop. It's called Tabasco. Uh, now I've lost the will. Now. At least that was a joke. At least Paul. that was a form like a joke and not you just once again I'll find an excuse fu- to tell I'll a story me- of a man pouring hot sauce into the tip of his penis. Eek, like that. <laughs> Here's another topic. Give me, give, me, give me a good old funny joke, right? Think of one about apartheid. Right, well, that's that segment <laughs> done with them. We can all move on. Because Eli just gave me a mental blank check. <laughs> Great. It's oh, hard. Good. You did that on purpose. Yeah, it's did. difficult. No, I'll tell you what. I'll give you an easy one. Ready? Eggs. Oh, I said to uh, the missus, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I've... I stopped saying I'll tell you what. And then pointing to an imaginary <laughs> missus outside the door. No, she'll hear. She'll hear. Everybody. Not, oh no, I'm doing like... It's a... like the comedians. Yes. I know yeah. it's horrible. Shh, shh, everyone, because she'll hear, right? Is that your catchphrase? Shh, everyone, she'll hear. Yes, that All is right, my no, catchphrase. I like yes, it. it. It's is. actually quite good. Yeah. Shh. Hello, everybody. Shh, she'll hear you. Right, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> calm down, calm down. Shh, like when people complain about podcasts that go on for far too long before they get into the meat she'll of things, you. this is literally the definition of that. No, shh, she'll, she'll hear you. Now, sorry, uh, what, what was the subject of this joke again? Eggs. Oh, yeah. All right. Shh. I said, said to the missus the other day, I reckon our our, our oh, little Dave. our little Timmy. I reckon shh, no, she'll hear you. I, I said. <laughs> I, I said. Uh, I said. Uh, I reckon our little Timmy's turned into a chicken. And she said, uh, "Well, take him to the psychologist." So I did, and he goes, "I can cure this for you, ten bob." And I said, uh, "Yeah, but could you wait till next week? Because we need the we need the eggs. We oh, need no. the eggs. That's an actual joke, Paul, not oh, mine." No. <laughs> Oh no, you stole it and it's still awful. It's not a good joke. It's, 
I wouldn't even give that a standing ovation. Hey! It's wacky eggs, bong eggs, bong eggs, time. Eggs, 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 oh, it's wacky bong bong time. Ooh, and I'm squeezing it, an egg out. Pop. And that's... Uh, rock, rock. I'm <laughs> like, no, calm down now. Let me just oh, say what's positive. coming up. Today we have a country urban noodle test lab international cuisine, cuisine kitchen segment where we've got some lovely noodles to get through and explore. And then following that, why it's returned to Silverman's platter for some more weird oddities of sound. Weird vinyl coming up on Silverman's platter section. And we have some very weird things for you today. That's it. Right, should we get into it? I Nine did minutes mention, on the nose. I just wanted to mention one thing, Paul. Yeah. Because you said a hot sauce. Yeah. And sauce is a special area of interest for this podcast. I think uh, we can both agree. Don't. Preamble's not needed. Get on with it. I just, we can both agree that. As long as we can both agree preamble on that. Preamble is not needed. Get into the meat. Well, the preamble's not needed, but I want your agreement. Get you, your meat in. I want to know. Get to the meat. I want you to say Show me your source, meat. sources of special interest to this podcast. You have a special interest in sauce, which happens to be a tangential part of the content of this podcast. Well, yes. No, you wouldn't know. Please get into the meat of it before... Oh, it's funny you should say that, meat, because... Uh... I'm just going to stop. No, this. no, don't stop it. I'm please. My fingers a minute away. Paul. I'm just going to stop no, it. No, please don't. Please, I need to say something about sauce. You I won't do any preamble. Seconds. Ten. Uh, hot sauce is growing eight, in popularity seven, in Britain. It's, six, and you know what? Mayonnaise five, and ketchup both gone four, down as three, everyone's favourite condiment. Two. That's all I wanted to say. One. It's the noodle segment of the show. It's where they like the noodles go. You come and get your noodles here with us. If you like them stringy or thick or you like them with a... No. You can try that again, Paul. So uh, I like that. I like the energy, but right. you need to get your mouth in order. Right. Go like this: Hey, big dog, dig, dag, big dog, dick. <laughs> hey, dad, dog, dig, dog, dig, yes. dag, dog. Say, hey, hey, daddy, dog, dick, up, deep, bum, bum. Saying, hey, daddy, dog, dick. <laughs> Say, hey, hey, nonny, dog, dick. <laughs> hey, nonny, dog, dick. Daddy, Donny. Hey, Doddy Nod, Doddy. It's time for Eli's special little lovely noodles. You'll have plenty absolutely oodles. It's the country urban noodle like Tebskin. Tebskin. <laughs> I just don't know what the word Tebskin is. And that's that. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh. Whoa, we are very tired. Tebskin. <laughs> I pulled back my temp skin. <laughs> it's not my usual skin. It's my temp skin. Oh, I've put I've put on a latex full skin. <laughs> it's called a, a temp skin. Just a, just a, no, that's something in that. Just to tie me over till Christmas. Yeah. We could. Um, no, we, we're not going to invent fake foreskins for people. That could be a very because they say when you to make money passive income, you know all these grifts. You we just sh- think of something. We should go and do that dena- domain name before we really temp skin foreskins. Temp skin. Please read the letter out. It's a noodle segment. We had some noodles sent to us. Eli, read the noodle letter. You can have a temp skin which has a bollock bag. Please read the noodle letter. There could be storage options in your temp skin. That's what I'm saying. I'm leaving you to it. Go on. Hello, temp skin. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, nonny dog dick, it says at the top of this. No, it doesn't. No, we've been sent some noodles, Paul. Yeah. Yes. Just so everyone's on the same page. And here is the letter that Go came for it. with the noodles that we will be tasting today. Or some of them. We're not going to taste all. There was five different types, all of the same brand. I think the letter will elucidate. Please elucidate. Elucidate further. Hello, cheap show chaps. Hello. It's nice, isn't it? 
Fine Enclosed, a selection of the finest noodles from the Philippines. All the flavours are traditional Filipino dishes. Nice. Okay, good. Expiry dates are quite short. Apologies for that. All right. Mm. Well, still in date, though. Well, yes. Yeah. They are still in date. I think so. Oh, quite short, they mean... I think we need to get them soon. Yeah, I'll eat, Rather than I'll eat an outdate noodle. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll fucking eat it. That, the worst one was that wrapper, wrapper pot oh, noodle. That had really dust, gone. Dirty dust. Uh, they are all for local sale, so maximum salt and MSG. Because of this, they taste so much better than the diluted export versions. Interesting. So this person is saying that they... You taste get a, better, but worse for you overall. You get a saltier noodle locally. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. We don't, don't need to elucidate on that. She'll hear you. She'll hear you. <laughs> you wake her up. <laughs> they all cost less than 20p each. Wow. That's wow. extremely cheap. But that is from the Philippines, where I think the, they're not suffering from the same inflation. They all cost less than 20p each, and apologies for the slight crushing. Uh, that's, can't can't be helped. It's Fine. all right. I'll recover. Yeah. The it's wife co- does it every other day to me. Shh, don't, she'll hear you. <laughs> anyway, it's just the way it goes. It's the But they thrust. have had a bit of a trip around the globe. Fantastic. So these are... Because you can get this brand. Yeah. And it are... Many thanks for the entertainment, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Now, these are lucky... These are all lucky me. Lucky you. Which are... Uh, manufactured by a company called Monday Nissan. Are they related to the ones that we know? Um, I think they do Nissan around the world. No, they do Nissan in the Philippines, but I think Nissan is a is, is a Japanese company who does oh. it in Japan. So it's like anyway, a subsidiary kind of thing. No, they're a totally different organisation. Oh. They own Quorn. Oh, yes, they bought Quorn for five hundred mil. Oh, ah. Monday so- Nissan. Yeah, and they um they do all sorts of stuff. Noodles, obviously. Yeah. Uh, energy drinks. Biscuits is their other big thing. What kind of biscuits? Are we talking like just rich tea or... Have you ever been in like a Chinese supermarket and seen those Sky Flakes? Yeah, we had them on the show, didn't yes, we? Yes, that's yeah. them. Okay, yeah, good. They do them. Fair enough. Now, right, so I, what have you picked out? I have picked out the, what I thought the most unusual. We've got three noodles. Yeah. These are Lucky Me, and these are all stir-fried noodles. And another thing that I picked up from Wikipedia today, Paul, Lucky Me were the first people to make stir-fry style instant noodles. That is opposed as opposed to broth style, soup Soup style, style, yeah, okay. In the Philippines, so these are the original sort of stir-fried style uh, instant ramen. Right. We've got Milky Chicken. Milky. Now, yeah, because we need we need to mention these are called Milky Me, not Lucky Me. Milky no, one me. is not. One is just a lucky me. So milky me is their milky spin-off. It's their milky milk. What does that mean? <laughs> it's their milky. <laughs> oh, oh! I got excited last night on a bit of a milky spin-off. Uh, a huge milky spin-off yeah. all over your face, um, father. <laughs> yes, it must be a sub-brand of milky-style noodles. So- Why is it milky? Is it powdery? Is that the? It's like you, you don't add milk to it, right? It must have powdered milk. In it, yes. Throw me the pack. Throw me one of them. Here's the milky chicken for you. So there's milky chicken flavour instant noodles. Contains milk, rich in vitamin A and iron, 25% less sodium. So uh, that's something at least. Okay. And then on the on the, on the the label, it is just, yeah, look, it's, it's a milky broth. The other milky one we have is milky me, milky corn. I reckon this is going to be nicer than the corn. You reckon the chicken will be nicer than the corn? Considerably. I would also argue as well, right... That didn't someone reckon? I'm sure someone told me on Twitter recently or something like that where it's like, 
oh, there's a great hack where to make your noodles better, you make them in milk. So is, is that a new thing? Is that something that's been around for a while? I think a lot of traditional Filipino dishes would have milk in the broth. As a, as a base. Yeah. But it's catching on as a thing around the world now? What? I don't Fine. Understand. I know um, coconut milk, you get in Thai-style noodles, of course, as well. Yeah. It's nice. It's sort of an umami, that sort of uh, m- that uh, tongue-coating kind of effect that milk has, you know? Yeah. It can work with a broth for me. Don't you agree? Yes. No, okay. I'm not listening. And then we also have a different lucky me here, true to taste, bulalo. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. Bulalo, which is beef bone marrow flavour. Now, that's something I've never tasted before. Bone marrow. Well, I've had bone marrow. Yeah. Stop looking at me as that I was going to just jump on. Not everything has to be rude. Sometimes we can let them go. I can let some bone marrow go. (laughs) Oh, milky me. That's how it happened. Uh, Bulalo. Surprise, that's not milky me as well, then. I have eaten bone marrow, but I've never had a bone marrow flavoured instant noodle. All right, good to know. Good to Um, know. So I'm interested to find that. Of course, these are all stuff, but these don't look like... No, well, this one says... Well, these can't. are soup ones, these milky ones. Yeah, it they? is. These are milk ones. All three of these are soup ones. Yeah. Ah. So the, that made you a liar then, didn't it? No, because I'm familiar with Lucky Me. They sell them in Britain. The Lucky Me uh, sub-brand called Panton Cansit. Or Canton... Canton. No, it's Canton Pansit, right? Pato we- Banton. What did you say? <laughs> Compliments on your kiss. <laughs> That wasn't... Yeah, it was Pato Banton. Yeah, well done. with Red Dragon or whatever um, yes. it was, the, released in the 90s. Yes. Anyway, go on. Um, Should we just make these now? No, I want to say something about this in actual facts. Because I enjoyed Lucky Me branded noodles for ages, Paul. And right. the stir-fry ones, they the, the Canton Pancit ones, they have chilli ones and they have calamansi. May Okay. Okay. Uh, They've got chilli ones. Yeah. And they also have... Mans- What's that got to do with this? I'm just talking about noodles now for a second. But they, you always do. They have ca- mansi ones and they have chilli ones, but the best ones to get, this is my little tip from the top for all you noodle lovers out there. If you're going for Lucky Me Panton Canton Pansit, yeah, go for the half and half chilli mansi. That's a great noodle. One of my top noodles. Almost certainly one of my favourite stir-fried styles. Have we done a kind of top ten noodles of you? Have no. you ever done that? No. We did right. top three. The minute you caught up a top ten, we'll do it. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm saying this once and that's it. So it's up to you if you want to do it to produce the top ten at some point. And have a good think about it. Well, I've got noodles. Think about the historically, your favourites. Some that might not be in produce, uh, production anymore. Some that. Well, we'll have to taste. How are we going to taste one that isn't in production it's, anymore? It's about you and your memory, isn't it? It's about you and your thoughts and feelings. Anyway, the lucky me... Uh, Canton Pancit, Chili Mansi. Oh, 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 fucking these. hell, I'm bored. What would you say about the size of these noodle packs? Small biscuit packets. They're like, small, yes. They're small. So what I do... Portion of one. What I do is I, if I'm hungry, feeling hungry, in the, in the tum-tum area, Paul, yeah. I will take two of these in one go. Take two noodles into your shower? Not me. I just like to spoff and go. It's funny you should say that, because I've got that novelty um, washing up cloth that lo- looks like a noodle. Great. So... Remember the sponge? Can we, can we Remember the sponge that looks like a noodle? Can we do these now? Yes. We're going to have to cut away and come back. Prepare these. Yeah. Prepare them, come back, taste them. Now, because we're doing three lots, we've got to do three separate things and then try them so one will be a bit colder than the others when we get them ready. Yes. Let's just want to do two. I want to taste bulalo. And I want to ch- taste milky chicken. Okay, so we... Let's drop we... the corn. Drop the corn. Drop I'll the corn. I'll report back to you and you do can this save my it for own a time. Patreon or something. Okay. Yeah. 
Cool. So we're doing two noodles today, everybody. Milky chicken and bulalu. Which is beef bone marrow flavour. I'm hoping for a really umami. And Alex said in the letter that they're going to be proper salty, even though that says reduced salt. Salty milky chicken. Expiry date, 19th of June, 23. Yeah, you're fine. We're fine. You're fine. All right. Should we throw them in the pan and come back? Oh, there's two sets of instructions on my bone marrow one. Are they on yours? No, just the one. There's quick cook instructions and no cook. So you can steep these. So should we do that? That will save us time. We'll have to boil that one, but we can just steep these from the kettle. Oh, really? Like a pot noodle? So, all right, let's we're do that. Save, we're making savings See? all we're over the place. making it happen here. We're now, I'm just going to get into the test lab. Oh, yeah, you're going to load yourself into the pipe. International Cuisine Kitchen. Yeah. How am I going to get in? So you, I just stay here? You have to go up the pipe. Oh, I could just let you go up the pipe and come back with the... No, I don't go in the pipe. I go in the front door. Why have you, you why been telling me to go in the you're pipe? You're not welcome. But why did you tell you, me to go in the pipe? Because that's where the poo-poo goes. Well, we couldn't think of an ending to this segment, so let's just <laughs> press the uh, button. Oh, press the fucking button, Killjoy. We're going to go right now and make these noodles for you. We're going to come back with the hot, hot opinions on these wicked cool snacks. Yo, come get down some. Shh. She's listening. Shh, don't shh. Oh, powdery shh. horse nozzle. Oh, she's listening. Nozzle, don't wake nozzle. Her up. Powders, nozzle. Don't cool. wake her up. Struth, we're going to make some noodles. Struth, Struth. don't, make, don't oh, wake must... her up. Oh, good eye. I've just spanked in my britches. Tempskin. Right, let's get this going. <laughs> Hello, we're back from the Country Urban Noodle Test Lab International Cuisine, Cuisine kitchen. kitchen. And we have two piping hot noodles They're to put piping. in our gobbles right now. Now, one was prepared just by pouring hot water on it, letting it steep. Beef but bone one. That was the beef bone marrow one. But the other one did specify that you did need to cook it. So that's what we did, Paul. And we have done. And uh, that would be the milky chicken. To the specifications upon the pack. Now, some people will be asking, how many sachets were there, Paul? How many sachets were there, Eli? Well, the beef marrow, Bulalo one. Bulalo. Had a great... <laughs> I feel quite sick, actually, all of a sudden. Why? No, I don't Is it know. the smell of that beef marrow noodle? Maybe a little bit, but let's just get going. Uh, I might not be sick. Um, the beef marrow noodle had three packs. One oil, one soup-based powder, and one dehydrated veg. Oh. Classic. Absolute yeah. classic line Textbook. The Canton Pancit Lucky Me's, the the the, Calama, the Mansi chili ones that yeah. are pucker. Still going on they about have, that. What makes these noodles stand out for me is that oil pack. Right. Is the, and they all have an oil. Those ones are also. What have does three. the oil pack give? They have four. Those those they are a small noodle, but they have four sachets. Paul, the the Canton Pancit. They have. Check this out. They have a soup base, obviously powder. Oh, they have oil. Great. They also have like a sweet soy sauce. Please stop. And they also have a chili, chili powder. So it's a four packer, but it packs a punch. It's a little noodle that packs a punch. Lucky me, I say when I get one. Lucky me. I've just had a hand shandy. Now I'm going to have a lucky me. Lucky me. I get to wank twice. Lucky me. Is this what happens when I don't interrupt you? Is this what happens? I'm going to interrupt you now. Get the milky noodle out. Milky me. Try the new the milky chicken one. I'll let you test first, then you can hand it over to me. What's nose sense quite that you're ple- getting? A pleasant sort of chickeny milky nose. Yeah. I quite like the smell of it when I snuffed it before. Uh, noodles are good, very it's, tender. It's very runny. It's not like a thick cream. It's it's very watery base. Yeah, but it's still it's got some gloop. It's got a bit of a gloop to it. A little bit of gloop. Ooh. Come on, give it here. I'm gonna have some broth. Have some broth. Ooh. Yeah, you happy with that? Ooh. That's pure comfort food, end of noodles. That is the pure comfort food. Here I go. I'm going to wait for you to... Okay, there's the noodle. Mm. 
Drink a little bit of the broth. Oh. <laughs> He's gone back for more. He's gone back for seconds. Yeah, that's nice. That's bloody Nothing good. special. No. But you're right, it's very comforty. Extreme, lovely umami. Not that salty. Not that, not overwhelmingly salty. No. But I mean salty that, enough. But but the salt, the, the taste of salt doesn't correspond to how much salt is in something, as we no. know. Because sometimes they say like a, a piece of sliced bread has like five grams. It doesn't taste salty at no, all. No, 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 I know that. But like you're expecting one of these things for it to be quite salty. But it's not. It's appropriately salty. I can taste like chicken stock and milk and mm. salt, and it's fucking good. Buttery. I have to say, it's buttery. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that is your new one. But it—it's it accurate. It's buttery it, here. It counts. Yeah. Yes, because there's a dairy thing. Very nice. There's a little bit of dehydrate. Oh, I should say the. Oh, it had two packs. I only didn't had it? two packs. Some milky powder and some dehydrated veg bits. Yeah. Which I'm going to taste a bit of one I'm of those now. Try one of those now. Nice bit of crunch. Nice bit oh, of crunch. A bit of cabbage there. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I thought it was orange. No, that's carrot. Oh. There's carrot and cabbage. Coming to you on BBC One this Christmas. That is bloody good, I have to say. Yeah, I'm cabbage and carriage. Carrot and cabbage. Ah, oh, for fuck's now, sake. Now, what? Ooh. Jesus, wet my I fucking... I like, I really like the flavour of fucking that, mouth. Can't say nothing this week. What a load of fucking... Well, don't try and say nothing. Fucking then. shit. I'm try doing. and say nothing. What a then. fucking shit. If you can't say nothing, say nothing. What a cunt. That's what my old man... Shh, you wake her, but... What? Yeah, you know what she used to say to me? What she used to say? Shh, don't lady. quake. She'll hear. Shh, no, but she used to say to me. If you haven't got nothing to say, Shut don't, fucking don't say nothing, yeah. Here we go. What, how did, what did you think of that? Oh, nice. Uh, nothing special. 3.5 out of 5. You don't think it was special? I think that's above above board. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's, it's a no-thrill comfort food exercise, okay, which I now, think is valid. Now, that is a milky broth, obviously, on that one. Milky. This... this this um, bone broth one, uh, bone marrow, yeah. beef bone marrow flavoured one, which we're going to do, do now, Paul, now, has a see-through uh, broth. Yes, it Clear is broth. just your average brown broth. It's a brown broth. It's a brown broth. And I'm going to taste the noodle. Oh, you up. The same girth on the noodle. Shut up. I'm enjoying the one bit I enjoy. I don't. Everyone does. What? Are you, why did you try? You're just trying to get to the end of your life. Yes, and you're getting in the way of that. Hurry up. He sticks it in his gobble. Who was up the noodle? This is saltier on the tongue. <laughs> Shh, don't, she hear you. Uh, very pleasing flavour, though. It's got a... What is that? It's kind of like a, an Oxo Cube kind yes, of thing. Yes, it's a, a cheap artificial sort of beef stock. But it, the taste is better than the nose, isn't it? It's fine. I like the milky one better. I like the milky one better as More well. What's going on in the milky one? Definitely. There's definitely a bit of an evolution on that milky one. You get the sort of the texture and then it goes. Yeah. And then it, you get the chicken on the back of the pan. Yeah. The milky me's on me. <laughs> I'm glad you don't feel sick anymore. No, I probably just needed a bite to eat. Yeah. So very nice. Thank you, Alex. Really enjoyed those. Two, I would buy those. Yeah. I'd buy some milky ones. Oh, you'd never see them. Like I say, you no. only see the Canton Pansit. Yeah. Uh, Stop talking about it. It's actually <laughs> getting to really annoy me for some reason. and I don't know why. Weird how it's really getting on my tits. So I would give that a three. Actually, I'm going to raise the chicken one to four and make that three. Now that I've got two to compare, Eli's gone back in for another another muffle of move. What is wrong with my mouth? <laughs> muffle of move means nothing. What he meant was a sip, a taste week. of the noodle. I literally can't speak this week. I think I'm mentally burnt out for being yes. such a funny man. You were funny, Paul. Well done. Well and, done, you. And let's say well done to everyone who took part in Digitizer Live. Um, right, what else? Uh, they were nice. It. What did you rate them? I would say uh, 4.5 for the milky. Yeah. I could uh, pimp that. Lovely. It would be Ooh. lovely with some... Spring some... onion. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wouldn't that go well with that? Yeah, it would. Particularly that's well. what I was thinking just now when sweet. I said spring onion. Yeah, but I mean, you know, because everyone's fullback pimping ingredient is sweet onion. Yeah. A, a spring onion. Yeah, you're right. It sounds trite and familiar, but actually it would work a treat. Cool. And then what about your beefy bone one? Beef bone, again, slightly lower, but I think I'd go up as high as 3.75 for that. I would add some hot sauce or some spice to that. It was a little bit underpowered, but it's the mouthfeel on the milk that really it gives it Sells the extra. It. Yeah. So maybe we'll try the corn on a Patreon pod. Oh, the corn, I'm up for that because that's going to be good as well. Yeah, we'll do that on a Patreon It's a good one. brand. It has to be said. It is a good brand. Lucky me. And cheap as houses. Very well, cheap. No, cheap houses aren't cheap. So there's that. Oh, it's your mouth is really not working it's today really my not brain's working. not making connections i know what we can do what right well, i'll give you a topic and you do a, you do a gag all right okay? go on I'll get my brain working only okay. about half an hour in let's okay. do it hot air balloons air balloons well i don't like to say i'm an expert on hot air balloons but i talk a lot of hot air about them Ooh. oh dear <laughs> one, more go. Go. No, uh, um, one more go people say i'm mad about Hot air balloons. That's not true. I'm just a basket case. Oh, oh, oh. That was better. That was better. That was better. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I say, I say, I say, prices of hot air balloons have gone up. <laughs> that got me. Yeah. Right. right. Give me another joke. I don't have a joke. Topic. Give me a topic for make a joke. House plants. Oh, well, I've got one for you. All oh, right. I got some uh, roses the other day. Put them in my... Uh, Put them in the window. Whole lot melted. Did it, did it, did it, Because it. it's chocolate roses, that, everyone. The chocolate tin. That was... <laughs> Shall hear you. Quite no, down. that's my catchphrase. <laughs> I want it now. I want it. That's my catchphrase. Yeah. Oh, quiet. Shall hear you. But I bought some roses the other week. I'm sure there must have been some... Um, I don't know, but that sounds too good to not have been used. I'm sa- I was just about to say, I'm sure there were some music hall people who were Maybe, like, but I like it. They always do that thing. Shh, shh, quiet, shall hear no, you. that's kind of a mode, isn't it? It's a mode it's of conspiratorial sort of... Conspiratorial to get conspiratorial. you on time. It's to say, like, coming on the joke with me. Yes, which they did. They, that was a, a mode who, that people... You know who did it best? Who? Jimmy Cricket. Come here, there's more. Come yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Come here. Come, Come here, into more. my confidence. Shh, quiet. Shalia. Shalia. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. it must have been done before. Maybe, but I like it. We've now claimed it. And right. we'll be running that into the ground over the course of the next few episodes. I might just drink a, a big gob of this milky broth. Well, I hope you do. And while he's slurping down the milky, milky milk, uh, I will say goodbye oh. for now. And put a sound effect in at this point, oh. And you'll join us after for a vinyl platter segment. That's some good gravy. It's that time of the show where we go and delve into Eli's dusty box and pull out a seven inch or two. Isn't that right, Mr. Silverman? Ooh, dusty, almost powdery in that box. Powdery, dusty box. Uh, you, you could, if you put some lacquer on top of the powder, you'd have nibbly, nibbly bits of powder. Right, straight hardened, into the bullshit then. Straight in. Just hardened straight powder, in. a sheen of hardened powder. We're frozen in time. <laughs> no! God, I hate you so much sometimes. Why? Oh, it's just annoying. Right. Come on, it's anyway. great. Yes, it's Silverman's platters, it is. Paul. Uh, but these aren't platters that come from me. I have birthed them this week. You've birthed a platter and we were sent one, right? No, this is one you wanted to do, one of them. Uh, I think one of them I came with both... the noodles, didn't they, from Alex? No, I think I... Did it? No, I think... Who There's... sent the, do- the Doctor Who? No, um... that's a different thing. That's Karen sent those and records. And these children's records. Yeah, not, we're not doing any of them today. The March of the Siamese Children. Yeah, we're not definitely doing that one, Eli. But this, interestingly, that one Go has... On. The entry of the gladiators. I thought it was called Enter the Gladi- Gladiators. Oh, I, this is the entry of the gladiators. So oh. maybe it's a different song, which is about the uh, the bumholes of the gladiators. So you think it's a song on a kid's a, a kid's single? 
about anal sex yes. within well, the, the Roman Empire. Well, the gladiators were at it, weren't they? Yes, they, they were. They, they'd get bored, wouldn't they? They would definitely like, oh, consider fuck. that. I'm going to get fucking eaten by a lion. Fancy a bumming? Yes. <laughs> why not? But why not? Why not put that Indeed. on my bucket list? And they threw hot oil on them. That would be good for lube. No, it wouldn't. I don't like this conversation. So oh, I want to get the entry the gladiators. We're not tackling those records this time, all right? For various now obvious reasons. We're going to circumvent that. Then we also have the lightning tree theme from Follyfoot. Do you know what Follyfoot is, Paul? Um, I know of Follyfoot. It was a kid show about a horse. Was it? Oh, it was about a horse. It was a, it was a bit like Because it gets Black a bit Beauty. spongy underfoot, doesn't it? A bit damp, spongy. It's just, no, it's just called Follyfoot. It gets all mossy. Mossy underfoot. The 70s. Squelchy, mossy Shut underfoot. Shut up. The first song we are doing Powder today. Powder spray. We were going to do three today, but then we listened to one called Swing Your Sporran. John Berry and the Merrymakers, and effectively it is an unlistable, uh, fake bagpipe, jive bunny master mix kind of medley. No, it's of... a medley record, but it is bagpipes. It's real. I bagpipes. think it was fake. I think it was fake. I think it was like. Sampled. I don't think it was. Either way, it, it was unlistenable, and even your record player rejected it. It was severely warped, and my my tone arm is quite sensitive yes. uh, to an up and down a, a warpage in the vertical axis yes um which this record does a, a one like that a techniques proper 1210 could really deal with that really well yeah what you get problems with is it when the warpage is in the um the horizontal axis right then you get wow and flutter okay. it's going that but up and down you just lose it just it doesn't lose its grip it can yeah. lose its grip yeah but also you know what else can throw a needle out of the groove what bass Oh, too much of it will rattle. Yeah, we'll but isn't rattle that why they put spongy on the bottom sometimes to soften it? <laughs> on the legs, they put spongy on the bottom. No, that's a different issue. You're come talking. with me to old spongy on the bottom. <laughs> oh, Follyfoot foot is soft on the foot. I'll tell you what. Oh. I'll tell you what. If you bring folly foot to spongy on the bottom, we'll make sure they go to the old gravel yard. Oh, the bramble yard. The bramble yard where oh. they'll be tickled and tuckled until they. I've got done you now. <laughs> now, Paul. So we're not doing this anyway because it's unlistenable. Um, what were we talking about? Not that. We're moving on. We're going to talk about this oh, first oh, yes. record. Warpage. Right. We're going to... We're talking about... Do you no, know there that was, was it? A... We're going to move on. Do you know there was a very... Like popular... your sense of humour, it was too warped to jungle, enjoy. Jungle, hardcore stroke jungle tune called uh, the bag... It was known as the bagpipe one. Is this something you're making up now? No. Okay. It, but it had a sort of bagpipe sample, right? The start... Droning. And then it How came it? in We're not fucking talking hard. about this record, Fucking though? hard jungle beat came in. We're not talking well, about this. Droning, it was. Droning. Look out for that, everybody. I will fucking smash oh, your face the, in. He's, what has he chosen now to talk about? To try and fucking own me? He can't, though, because I talk about the powders. I talk about the scrolls. Talk about... Talk about stuff so good. <laughs> I do talk about stuff so good, though, Paul. You know? Don't you know you talk about stuff so good? Don't What's... you know you talk about stuff so good? So we ended up with two platters today. One is an LP and one is a single. And the single is called Arthur Daly's, well, Arthur Daly, He's All Right by The Firm. And when I heard this, I was like, oh, I've never heard this before, but apparently it was quite popular back in the day and I'm just a fucking uh, idiot for not knowing it. It was a big hit and you see it in charity shops a lot, often without the cover. So I was okay. pleased to pick up this copy, which yeah. you can see has a nice intact photograph of the man himself, Arthur Daly. Yeah. And so, basically, it is a Chaz and Dave, uh, I'm not going to say spoof, homage, it's 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 not like it's taking the piss out of Chaz and Dave. It's just using that Chaz and Dave familiar sound 
to the tell us. The Rockney sound. The Rockney sound, yes. And uh, should we just play it right now and then play have it. a little chimwag? Let's have a little chimwag after you play the clip. Beryl, could you put the record on for us? <laughs> Thank you, Errol. <laughs> Beryl. Thank you, Beryl and Errol. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's horrible. To see and hear. That's anyway, uh, Beryl, you can put the record on. <laughs> oh, stop it! So a little bit that what what what, 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 what good, yeah. But you said to me when you found it, it's definitely not the firm who did Star Trekking, and yes, it's so different in style. And yet, it totally is. Everybody. It's the exact same the firm that did Star Trekking a few years later. So this was a hit, but the firm was a huge hit. And um, no, Star Trekking was Star a huge Trekking. Hit, yeah. Beg your pardon, was a huge hit. Why? Because Star Trekking was more known. Uh, you know, Minder was a hu- Minder was a popular TV show, but it of was the time. But it was kind of a bit culty, wasn't it? No, it was a huge success. This out, this came out in eighty two, and I think Star Trekking was like eighty seven. Yes, yeah. And so it's a, it's a five years. Yeah. So effectively, let's let's break this down. The firm is a musical beast created by a guy who's a, who's a session musician called John O'Connor. John O'Connor. And him and a guy called Graham Lister, and not the Graham Lister from Vic and Bob, Vic, well, Vic Reed's Big Night Out. Lister um, isn't on this. No, he is. He's, oh, is he? He's a co-writer, producer. Oh, really? So he was on both of them? Yeah. yeah okay. So they got together, and for whatever reason, it's kind of vague in the Wikipedia and the uh, that online article that I wrote. They just go, oh, we decided to write a song about Arthur Daly. Just to be clear, you didn't write that online article. What did I say? You said that online article that I wrote. No, that I read was read. the word. Yes, oh, my sorry. Mouth. My poor I couldn't mom. just, because everyone no, at no, home is no, going to be... I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> you pointed it out. Sorry. I'm happy you point. I'm really pleased you We don't you did have to that. rush through this. Fa- no, thank you, Eli. <laughs> That's thank fine. you. Thank you so much. No, it's, it's I appreciate that. No, it's a, I do that for you so you, you don't do sound stupid. You do that for stupid. me and I couldn't ask for a so better So that you don't sound like you're hurrying... friend. You're no, hurrying you're right. The words out of your mouth, You're right. like a nightclub bouncer at three a.m. Anyway, we'll see you next week on <laughs> I've Given Up. So him and Lister make this record, and they did it as a Chaz and Dave homage, and um, to Minder. Because I guess that kind of works, right? Because Minder as a show, as we've talked about on the show before, was about a dodgy second-hand car dealerman who also gets involved with other dodgy things. A and spiv. he has a Minder. A spiv is, would yeah. be the word, yeah. It's kind of like a kind of gangster-ish take on Only Fools and Horses. It is a fantastic combination of crime uh, and comedy. And light Those drama. Two genre and light drama. Yeah. I love, but isn't it? It's just chef's kiss. It's so perfectly balanced. Some of those scripts are so... 
yeah. perfectly formed. Towards the end, eh. Well, I but think as soon, like as, you, as soon as you lose Waterman as the minder, oh, yeah, they then it's gone. Guy in, didn't it's they? gone already. So those, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's never the same. It's the magic of those two actors. And it just, I love Mind, I have to say. Yeah. I, I like it, but I haven't watched it in a while, to be fair. And now this was a hit, but I think Mind, it was, a, it's a very peculiarly like British. number seven in the UK, I think this was. It was a, it's a very peculiarly sort of British and even sort of South, dare I say, London thing, isn't yeah. it, Minder? Yeah. So Star but, Trekking has a much wider um, appeal. Well, forgetting about that for the time being, the reason why I think this kind of works is because it has Rockney connotations, East End, Knees up Mother Brown, the old Cockney sound, rhythm. Yeah, it's got all that vibe, but it kind of works with the with the look and vibe of the show itself, which is a bit wheeler dealer, absolutely, dodgy, yeah. cushy, cushy. Oh, it's got the Cockney, lyrics on yeah. the right. All right, my son, say no more, leave it out, no bother. As it happens, it's your shout. Straight up, pull the other in a right two and eight. Hang about, who's the damage chief? Here, who's your mate? The geezer with the bunny and the chill bee hat. Reckon he's legit, but he's not all that. Off there, he's a little dodgy, maybe, but underneath, he's all right. I like those lyrics a lot. I think they're very well written. This is what I was saying to you. You know, years ago, we did Steve Wright's Chaz and Dave piss take, which I think is actually called He's All Right as well, weirdly. Yeah, I think it was called, I think it was the same thing. But that's a piss take. Well, this is not, I don't think they're Well, that's even... the thing. It's a piss take, his one, which I think is kind of condescending and like sneery almost in its tone. Yes. Whereas this is just like, well, imagine if Chaz and Dave did a song about Mind Day, it would sound like this. Well, you could almost say it was just a person who was from London writing a novelty song about a TV show in the same sort of genre as Chaz and Dave. Yeah. It, you know, that is very the much sa- their sound, though. It's Rockney, but they, 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 that's what I mean. They kind of pioneered the Rockney sound. Yeah. Which is related to sort of pub rock that yeah. was going on yeah. earlier, you know, in the 70s, isn't it? And I just think also like the this. other clue, because we listened to some more of John O'Connor's stuff, and he had that one, The Grand National. Well, this is the interesting thing, so isn't he, it? And he sings both of these, and he's obviously got a very a very Cockney kind of accent. Yeah. So it works, you know. It doesn't feel forced or pastiche or sneery, this at well, all. Yeah. The interesting thing about it was when I was, when we were doing the research and skimming through it, it was like, oh, he's John O'Connor. He set up his own studio called Bark Records. He released these through Stiff. They were minor successes. He releases that. It does reasonably well. He releases The National, whatever that song was called, celebrate about the, the Grand National about the Grand National which is very much in the Rockney form very Chaz and Davy again very very didn't, even almost more so yeah didn't chart but not awful in and of itself as a track we listen to it and then you get to Star Trekking and that just reeks of ephemeral novelty nonsense it's yes. all it, it, it's one of those songs that would always be played at a school disco or a birthday party in a local rec building or whatever. I know? recall it being a sensation on the on the schoolyard. Yeah, and you the, got the, the, a, uh, the, the the week after they showed it on top of the pops. It was literally all everyone the kids was loved. <laughs> Life, Jim, but not as we know it, not as we know it, not as we know it. It's life, Jim, but not as we know it, not as we know it. Captain. Because it has got that children nursery rhyme 
vibe to it. But it's also an early example of something re- referring to something that was on TV. You didn't get that cross pollination of a pop record. Not in the was, same way. No. It was just sort of getting getting going there. It, that it, thing. It, it's and right. the 80s was very much like Robert De Niro's talking by Banana Rama is another example. Yeah. Except you know what? It's Robert De Niro's waiting. I, just, I, I know you wanted to say talking. And I, I thought it was talking. I, no, it's Robert De Niro's waiting, waiting. Talking, talking Italian. Italian. So you see talking why. Italian. See why I thought it was talking. Correct me. That's all I'm saying. No, it's fine. No, please. Thank you. I care about you very, very much, Paul. And I want to make sure we get the information out correctly. No, thank you. No, thank you. Can I thank you? No, No, thank thank me. Really, I'm so Mm. glad you're here to correct me. (laughs) I was here to hold you when you fall and you stumble. If you stumble, I will be there. Yeah. (laughs) If you fall, I will be there. But anyway, Star Trek is very different as a song. It's 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 very. It's of that late 80s sound. It's very synth. It's very party poppy kind of thing. And it's also a, a big thing where that was also around in the mod- novelty at the time of people from Britain doing American accents as a comic sort well, of turn. Yeah. And you're right. It's basically all the quote unquote catchphrases from Star Trek, which I don't think they ever really ever said. But it's repetitive. And it's like 99 bottles of beer on the wall, but about Star Trek effectively, isn't it? And we also listened to, because he did, the firm did release a best of, didn't they? Well, uh, they released the whole album. Because, uh, wasn't it a best of? No, they had because these, they only released, th- these were only three songs they released. Uh, Star Trek in that Arthur Daly one and the National one. The album was just a, a whimsical thing that they decided to do. And but they had another, a lead track, which was Superheroes. Which we have heard. Shall I put that in very briefly now? I also kind of like and think is better than Star Trekking. But it's, it's very similar. much in the similar mode to Star Trekking. Arthur Daly, he's all right. And that Grand National tune seemed like to be in the similar mode. And yeah. those other, and, uh, you know, the uh, Star Trekking and the superhero song. Yeah. That cold American sort of. And know. then a weird sped up chipmunky song about girls uh, doing it for themselves. And then a weird monster rap one, which the roar, or I'm not even going to try and put the recording on because it sounded like it was recorded over tinny speakers it doesn't and a 1976 good. microphone into a cassette deck. It does not sound good. And then he moved, obviously, to uh, California. And he put out a bunch of terrible world music record, oh. Panpipe. Just think Panpipe. Piped music think, in a shopping centre, panpipe style, think played on a keyboard. Prog rock cutoffs. You no, know, it's like, not even. No, no, no. It is. It's no. You're doing a disservice. Of, it's it's much more musicy. Anyway, I, we didn't it's like it. It's not even it. dance music. No. It's sort of like mellow t- mood music, isn't it? One of the albums was called Future Primitive. On oh, no, Alter Eco. He's which, Eco. It was yeah. Eco was the name. But. As far as we know, the last we could find online about him was that he ended up being involved in the cartoon series King of the Hill. 
He did all the music for King of the and Hill. And the theme, who's yeah. part of the theme. So, and yeah. I do th- I do think After Daily He's All Right, it's a pretty good record. I think it's all right. I As novelty records go. But did you know, Paul, did you know, that is not the only novelty record about Minder that that came out? No. I know. What's I think we've done one? another one. There was another one, but yes. I can't remember it. And it's going to really annoy me because when I'm editing this, I'll probably remember. Er Indoors. Yes, that's it. But that's sung by Arthur Daly. And that's actually, he does yeah. it himself. Oh, did, George did, Cole. Yeah, and Dennis Waterman are in it. Dennis Waterman. So, uh, oh, little spoiler warning. Dennis Waterman's coming up. It's a Minder special ah, this week on is. TV yeah, show. I really weird. put that together. I, mean, I just figured it out now. And singing in an American accent. Yes. So, and I, it's awful as well. Oh, no, that's <laughs> not awful. not awful. This is good. No, but the hair indoors one is. Yeah, this is much better than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Is it a platter, Mr. Silverman, or a splatter? For me, and uh, just to remind everyone, this is a binary segment where we just come down one side of the line. Yeah, no subtlety. It, it, it's It's... It led to the further enchitification of other segments. The but ongoing enchitification. A platter means it's a good record, we like it, and a splatter means we would spunk we reject on it. it. Or do a little poo-poo. No, we maybe wouldn't the, do that. We oh, little, just, 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 or have know, loads of laxatives. Just no. squirt on it all day. <laughs> go in the squirting room. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead... I'm just going to go ahead and say, shut up. <laughs> and then I'm going to go ahead and say... I call that a platter. I, I like would say that. platter as well, Paul. And it made me reconsider the firm in some respects, and it makes me want to try and find that album in the wild. Oh, That'd I'd be love good. to. What's it called? Serious Fun by the firm. The firm. And yeah. if it comes up and we get our copy of it somehow, we'll be bringing that back to the show. Some of the most notable um, novelty music of that era, I think we can say. The firm. Right on to the next platter. Ooh. No, you don't have to reply to that, mate. Not necessary. You could, I could have just ended it there. You didn't have to do a stupid monkey sound, did you? Oh. I won't do a monkey sound then. All right. Just give me another topic. I'll do a gag to get out of it. I'll give you a topic. Uh, what about... Uh, He's looking around loose the change. Room. Loose oh, change. Loose right. oh, change. Hey. Keep it down. No, you should. Shh, come on. Come, on. come over here. No. All right, I'm coming. Hey, come here. Yeah, I'm here. No, you should, but you keep it down. She's on the nod. She's on the I go to the shop the other day. Shouldn't have done this. I go to the shop the other day and buying a magazine. Uh, uh, the guy behind the counter, he goes, oh, that'll be two pounds, please. And I, I go, oh, I think I've got a tenner in it. I reach into my pocket. Fucking no pocket. Straight on knob. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that was awful. That was so shit and awful. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I just pressed the button. I'm going to press the button, mate. The you should be button. fucking ashamed. I am. I am just every week. <laughs> We're going from 7 inches to 12 now as we reveal our next platter for discussion. And it is called Lollipops and Fish Fingers. Fun songs for the NSPCC sung by your favourite stars. And the label is MFP, which is what? Music for Pleasure. And what do they specialise in? They Do you ever see those things in charity shops, the World of Tony Bennett, the World of series? Yeah. That's MFP. So they were very like much... Compilations and things. Very much a, a budget label. Because all those tracks would be like their lesser known hits from their early years, From the 60s. It? They'd license cheap stuff. So, so I've got the World of... Um, David Bowie in the other world. It's uh, all in his the other weird room. goblin it's stuff. It's all his yeah. weird stuff that's very much closer to Anthony Newley. Yes, I guess that is true. It's all yeah. basically like Uncle Tippins in the garden. He's got a packed lunch. His mum has done it. All the kiddies come round his garden and they look through the railing Saturday night. What do the bubble men say? What do they say on a grainy day? They say, Stop ruining my songs. You had your fucking chance to do a song and you ruined it. 
And here was me going to do a nice song about the bobble men. You fucking stupid, gormless, attention-seeking prick. Get off my patch. Get off my patch. Right. <laughs> Get off it. The bobble men, can I just say, Shut now up. that we've had a break here yeah. from that, bobble men wasn't working. I don't care. No, no, no. You didn't let me... Just go try it again. No, I'm All happy right. to give you the room to do it. Here we go. Just try again without the not bobble men. Right, okay. What do the goggle men say on a lovely, lovely, lovely day? What... Do the goggle men say on a windy or rainy day? They say goggle, 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 bing bong, bing bong. I'm Eli Silverman and I can say what I want. Bish bosh, I come round here and I go up there with a bish bong, diddle long, bing bong, frog. What's that frog? long, bing bong. What's that frog? It's a prong, not wrong. I'm a wrong prong, you frog. How about that? You're a wrong prawn. Right, this is lollipops and fish fingers. Both of which you could stuff up your ass. Thank you. You could Eli. Both of those yeah, things you are could. sort of... Yeah. You could. So what... It, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want I the did fish some fingers research. to melt. I did some research on this, and there's not much to go on. The most I could find is actually on the back of the record itself. So let me just read this out. Okay. So it says, I would like to thank the following people for their hard work in making this record possible. To Kenny Clayton for his arrangements of my music and lyrics... To engineers Peter, Tony, blah, 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 at Radio Luxembourg Studios. Oh, Radio Luxembourg. How funny. Yeah, so they've been involved in helping produce this, which is, you know, great. Uh, to a couple of people for their legal services, to the choir, to uh, some of these other people for support, and last but not least, to all the artists who threw themselves wholeheartedly into this project and gave their services so all the profits from this record can go directly to the NSPCC. Then it says, the National Society of the Prevention of Cruelty to Children, which is what that stands for, enters its second century, determined to save children everywhere from unnecessary suffering. It depends entirely on voluntary donations, so I would like to thank you for buying this record, because more money means more help for more children. Bridget Harrison, producer. So she's uh, written the theme tune, wrote the lyrics. She wrote the, f- the whole record. Yeah. And, but but and you the, couldn't find anything about her. There were so many Bridget Harrisons, and most of them were like journalists or school teachers and stuff. So it wasn't much to go on. To me, it feels that she was someone working in media. She or must have possibly been. journalism, but someone who had access to these stars. You know, but also, there's a very good chance that maybe... She was like a grassroots musician-y kind of people who approached the NSPCC. So, I could do this, and I have connections to get this, and maybe with the NSPCC behind Perhaps, it, yes, but it seems like, because they all, she, it's explicit there that they all did it as a favour. They Not as a favour, they did it for the charity. charity right? yeah. It just seems like you'd have to have some kind of access to them. Or, um, so, 1984 this came out, so weirdly, even though the songs themselves evoke this kind of 70s vibe, with the kind of folksiness of them, some of the tracks. They're like children's TV music, yeah. Yeah. The, the 80s of it does come through in moments. So there are 20, 21. Yeah, there's 21 <laughs> tracks on this. And they're all real short, real odd Well, that's what MFP, MFP obviously did a lot of compilations where you, you'd fit a lot of tracks on both sides, didn't they? And also, little tip for all vinyl lovers out there, be wary of compilations or records that have a lot of tracks on each side of the LP because it just means the groove is smaller and you'll get more tinny and less yeah. a less full sort of sound quality. Yeah. Or... It's just... The thing, weird thing about this is Bridget Harrison fancies herself as a bit of a poet for kids, a poet laureate for kids. But all these songs are just odd. They're all from like a child's perspective or about a child having some kind of specific adventure. And I just want to read the lyrics to this one out. 
because once I... Which one is this? I'll just read it to you. It's called The Story of My First Sadness. And so it's like we found the baby rabbit as it had lost its mother. We wrapped him up in cotton wool to make a warming cover. His eyes were closed and had no fur, which explains he was newly born. We knew if he was out all night, he would have died by dawn. Oh, God. My mother told me he might not live, but we did everything we could. We used an eye drop for his bottle and Uh. the rabbit understood. Every three hours, we gave him cream as rabbits like rich milk. And I milk. would give a gentle cuddle as his skin was just like silk. Ugh. We kept him in the airing cupboard as I Ugh. secretly began to feel that he would live forever and ever and have lettuce every meal. But suddenly, one morning, we found that he had died. It was very hard for me to believe. I cried. Oh, how I cried. My mummy said he didn't suffer and he had gone to live with God. She said he'd find his mother and friends there in the land of Nod. (laughs) And now I'm happy for him as he wasn't very strong. I know he's in with his woodland friends where he really does belong. Now, sad, isn't it? I want to ask why it was put to a faux pop reggae beat. That, that song had the faux that, reggae. So it's like a boom, biggie boom, biggie boom, boom boom. It's yes. like a, it doesn't correlate. Bit of on that as well. That one. Um, so Paul, do you think the kid heard that and went, "Mom, does God live in the land of land of Nod? So do I go to God's house when I'm asleep? Land of Nod is land of Nod is where you go when you're asleep. It's yeah. not heaven. It's like that would frighten me if I knew every time I went to sleep I was going to visit God. I know it'd be scary, wouldn't it? I wouldn't like it. You wouldn't touch yourself before you fell off. And we're back to no, talking no, shit Paul, again, Paul. That is, it's almost like a horror story in Isn't the it? airing cupboard. Can you imagine? Oh, and it dies in there. That's How, a very specific memory. This I think. hairless rabbit. Like rotting in this the area. This is Bridget's. This is Bridget's How memory. long did it take before they discovered it had gone? It probably rotted, and it's like no, like that hairless. <laughs> it wouldn't be like oh no, it's been six months. We forgot about the rabbit. It smells that smell. My towel smell of fucking dead rabbit. It's like fucking cheggers. You know what I mean? <laughs> but. No. Um, it's nasty. It's like I can smell that fucking hairless rabbit in that song. It's a weird, but it sounds the like rich a, milk. All the cream dripping down no, the rabbit's off. mouth. Paul. I'm just going to say it sounds like these are very specific memories to Bridget. It feels like this yes. is her story. But she's trying to to do something good for a kid where they learn about loss and that God. You know. And for the record, that one was sung by Felicity Kendall. Here are the celebrities who are singing on this album. It's for a, children. For children. Now it's an interesting mix. You start with people like Gemma Craven, an actress, or. Lulu or Petulia Clark. Petula. Petula Clark or Felicity Kendall. And you think, oh, fair enough. Lovely voices. Judy Dench. And then you get Judy Dench and Gareth Hunt. Actors of the time, well, people knew them very well. How do well. they know Gareth Hunt? What was he best known well, for, Well, at the Paul? time, probably the new Avengers, right? Oh, yes. But what's he known for now? Having a wank. I mean, the coffee man, but, you know, he, <laughs> lives, Cafe. he lives with the wank wank He signal. was the Nescafe or was having Nescafe. an affair. Yeah, wank wank. Um, and then you've got, you know, Sir Harry Seacombe. Oh, I'm Harry Seacombe. From the Goons and yeah. uh, Songs of Praise, which used to kill me when that came on on Sundays. George Melly. George Melly's on here, a jazz singer, British jazz singer. He was also a sort of socialite, a sort of um, a Soho character. Uh, a raconteur. A raconteur, mm. I guess. And then you've got Rolf Harris. Which, it, obviously, now you think, oh, what a cunt. But, like, at the time, it makes sense Rolf Harris to be on this, right? He's probably the biggest with children there. So to speak. So to speak. And then, finally, our favourite, Dennis Waterman's on Dennis this. Dennis fucking Waterman! And to give you a sample of this album, I've chosen the Dennis Waterman track called Lollipops, which I think is fucking demented. And it sounds <laughs> like this.
likes to corner shop. It has exciting lollipops. Jamie likes to corner shop. It has exciting lollipops. Once a week, he saves to pee. Is there just one left for me? Oh, lollipops, oh, lollipops, oh, how he loves that corner shop. His lollipop, a green one from the corner shop. Jamie licks his lollipop, a green one from the corner shop. What a lovely tangy taste. The greenest mirror across his face. Oh, tangy flavored lollipops. Oh, he loves the corner shop. Oh. I tell you, Jamie don't never go nowhere for his lollipops except the one corner shop. I like to think Dennis Waterman was pissed off his tits when he recorded that. I think there's a a, a, a non-zero probability that he was. Paul. I mean, come on, Dennis, do you want to sing this song for? I gotta do it like Elvis. No, it's fine. You're gonna do it like Alvin Stardust or something. You he listen. does. He's doing it in a very bad American accent, and that. then it kind of. Like he gives up halfway through. He sort of gives he up. Just trails off. He's like, I like lollipops. Oh, then at the man. end, it's like, a fucking lollipop. Oh, he likes a lollipop. Yeah. Tangy lollipop on his tongue. Smeared green tongue. And he sings one on the other side, but he does that in a cod Noel Coward um, voice. Yes, yeah, about watching television, dear boy. Watching, watching television. Neither of those the accents that he do, does there, Paul, convince me. You know, they're I not mean, very well done. No, but is it good I'm that not saying he was a bad effort? actor, but I think there was a lot of Terry in Dennis. Do you know? Yes. Was, that's why it was a perfect role for him. You know? But I think he's trying to make an effort. I think he thinks, oh, I'm going to make an effort. I'm going to put a character in, so I'm going to make it nice and fun. And I'm going to, uh, you know, exaggerate it in some way. But it just comes across like he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I think he isn't comfortable singing in his own voice because he's much more used to being an actor and sort of standing behind something. Yeah, he wanted and to, it, um, you know, maybe... He couldn't put his identity on these songs, maybe. Yeah. Whatever that it's is. It's def- definitely bad. But some of the other people just go have a much more sort of joyful approach and a more sort of honest take, don't you think? Like, nearly all the women who sing on this sing it, like, from the perspective of a small child, like a small girl going, ooh, and they kind of affect that childlike yeah. wonder in their yeah. voice. Apart from the whole Dead Rabbit song. I don't God, quite understand that. God, that's awful, that Dead Rabbit song. But yeah, no, um, 2P yeah, no. for a lollipop as well. Ooh, remember those days. Um, Paul, honourable mention before we go, we listen to a bit of the song that I selected. Yeah. Um, the Gareth Hunt one, his solo one about God's going to house. the church. Yeah. Now, I'm just going to read these lyrics out. <laughs> because at the beginning you think oh it's a funny story about a naive child and then you go yeah but is he also like an idiot it's because it's called god's house the first time on a sunday going to church my mummy said the house belonged to god when i arrived i thought this was very odd as god was in his nightshirt dressed for bed is the what is his mum fucking the vicar is that what's going on here i think that's what's going on i think the idea is the kid thinks well if it's god's house why is it not like a proper house and who's yeah. this man that's what i think the song's about oh. however it feels like his mother's taken him to some flat and said, stay in the living room while I go and speak to God in the room next door. And like, he goes, Girl, No, hang on. Show us your fanny. <laughs> show us your fanny for a rattle. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Ooh, no, that's kind of turned me on. <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul, Paul. Yeah. yeah. It just occurred to me when you were reading that out because it mystified me about the, the dress for bed. It says, as God was in his nightshirt, dress for bed. Isn't that a child having seen a vestments, the, the, the priest's yes. clothing for the first time? And thought, oh, he's oh, in a nightgown. pajamas. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise that. No, not at first. No, right. It seems a bit of a non sequitur. That's what it is. So it's, a, it's along with the whole thing. He's, yeah. he's been taken to church. And he thinks this isn't like a normal house with a shitter. Yeah, because my mum you know, said, you know, it belonged to God. And then the song goes on to say, where was his bathroom, his kitchen, the bedroom? Where was his telly, his books and clothing? And then I realised my mistake. It wasn't God, but his workmate. But then it's like, well, it's still not God's house. Yeah, it's still, it's his workmate's house. And you know what? It's someone who works in the house of God, isn't it? Oh, no. Don't, please don't I'll break ask him. my... I'll ask him. Yeah, what, what's what's the matter? What's the matter? What are you waking me up for? Fucking God can't even get to fucking minutes. Fucking peace. Fucking low as shit. This. God, could you hold on there? Yeah, go on, mate. What's the matter? Devil. No. The devil in this box. No, one at a time. One at a time. Well, no, he this. wants to talk to you. No, we've got to get this question done. Just put the devil away. We'll do the devil in a separate well, section. you started with that. Stop. You're ruining my song, and now you're ruining my God thing. Shut up. Shut your mouth. All right, go on, yeah, mate. Ask him about the song, what it means. What does that song mean, the Gareth Hunt one, about the God, the God's what? work, mate? Uh, which one? Say again, mate. It's on Lollipops and Fish Fingers. Oh, Lollipops and Fish Fingers, yeah. I know you know, you're one. aware of that. Yeah, I got it. I've got a copy here. You fucking, what? In your, in your glass yeah. box, you yeah, have I've a copy. Yeah, I've got it. Why are you telling me calling me a liar, are you? Calling God a liar? Can't believe it. Can't believe it. Anyway, yeah. So, no, the song's, the song's basically about, you know, it's about... um. Little kid thinking the house is uh, it's got mud cons and it don't. It's just a church. I don't know what the voice is. Doing. Oh my god, what an insight! Well, look, mate, you shouldn't have asked me. I thought the song's pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? Why don't you put the lid back on and I can get a bit of sleep? Paul, put the lid back on him. All right, I put him away. Yay! The devil, everybody! I'm in the box, yeah! What do you want? What do you want from me? Right, oh, so that's the end of I that segment. You, We're going to go op- to the next track now. I which... opened your box because uh, Paul's got a question for you, the devil. Ah, what's he got? What's he? He's a smell, smell, Meister Paul. What does he say? What does he want to say? Hey? Hey? I see you! I see you at the he's top of the box. He's gone he was a northern comic before. No, and now, and now he's Mariotti, I'm is he? I'm the devil. I just say whatever I like. I talk how I like. That's true. You could lie. <laughs> You I'm, could lie. I'm a liar. I lie. So what, i got a question for you, Devil. Okay, yeah. I, like, you, I see you at the top of the box. What's your favourite song off that Lollipops and Fish Fingers oh, album? Oh, the Lollipops and Fish Fingers. I'll tell you what my favourite song is. Yeah, go on. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it, what it is. Yeah. Uh, I hope this accent isn't troubling. Anyway, it's like go Felicity on. Kendall. Yeah. She got one on that. No, don't open the Yeah, it's Felicity Kendall on that. I'd be interested to know myself, actually. Right, it, Paul. Do have a truce on these fucking deities in a box things? Okay? Yes. God, that didn't work for me, you, what you were doing. Anyway, and what you didn't do worked for me either. What I didn't do worked for you. What you don't do or don't do, don't work for me <laughs> now. What you do do or don't do, don't do nothing for me. What's the song you want to play? A do, 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 a da, 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 da. It's I all I want, want to say to, say to you. you. Right. Um, Felicity Kendall, Fairies Are Real, is it called? Yes, it is. I'm going to play it from the middle Should so we can hear some of that. I action. just love the instrumental break on this. All right. Here it is. Here we go. Enjoy a bit of Felicity Kendall and a little bit of, of Moog and Flute. Children believe in fairies.
big sister showed me a fairy on the lawn. Her dress was fluffy and feathery. It looked a little torn. I know she was a good fairy, although she didn't speak. She was feathery, not hairy, and had nothing on her feet. When I told my mother, she said it's just a feather, but I know quite the other. A feather? Oh, no, never! Love the flute on that has a real children's TV of the 70s vibe. It has and a very it, basic Moog, but it, it's effective. And the Moog plays with the flute there. Yeah. Do you know? Moog and flute. A little bit of Moog, Moog flute. Uh, Moog and flute. You know, what's it, what do they call it when it, like you play fiddle against the devil? You know. Don't reach for the fucking box. <laughs> I saw you do it. I'm not asking the devil that. He doesn't need to know. You know, a battle versus yes. it's almost like they're dueling. That's yeah, the word dueling. It's almost like a duel. It's almost like a flute moog duel. A flute moog duel. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. It's possibly not. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you think of that? I don't. It doesn't, it doesn't work for me, but that's a personal taste thing rather than an actual quality. Uh, Felicity all... Kendall also has a very nice, very distinctive voice. Yeah. Very recognisable voice, don't you think? Yeah. Again, it's one of those songs where they affect the child's voice in it. And it's a weird song. So it's basically about a girl who finds a feather and her sister goes, oh, that's an angel. And her mum goes, it's fucking not. It's a fairy, not an angel. Same difference, isn't it? Huge fictional things it's with wings. It's a huge difference. Yeah, but fairies are, are fo- fairy folk. All right, anyway, the sis- she finds a feather. She thinks it's a bloody fairy. And her mum goes, it's not. Yeah. And that's the song. Well, it's because you're not allowed to believe in fairies. That's pagan. But you can believe in God because that's real. There's a very Christian underlying sort oh, of ideology God on pops this. up a lot in this. Like, well, there's... the NSPCC was uh, was religious. Oh, was it? Yeah, because you see, it's almost really? 200 years old at that point. It's one of the earlier oh, okay. uh, I don't uh, know. charities. So Harry Seacombe sing, sings a song about church at some point in yes. this. Oh, he's hugely religious. He did uh, Songs of Praise and Highway. Oh, yeah. I he used to present Songs thing. of Praise, yeah. didn't he? And they used to come on on Sundays, and I'd be like, I Is want to Is there anything die. more depressing than when like a comedian goes like fucking... Not, not even religious. Forget religion. Like That's one thing to go, Harry Seacombe did the church thing forever. But just like, oh, I'm just going to do travel logs. You know what yeah, I mean? you hate that, don't you? Kind of depresses me. Um, Harry Seacombe, I think, was very much a, a religious. Yeah, he was, as, and a singer who who kind of got roped into being a comedian early in his career because of who he. I who don't his really mates know were. about that. I've never really been deeply into the goon. I don't really know the goon yeah. stuff very well, other than its legacy, I guess. Yes. But overall, this is a nicely produced album. You know, the quality of it is nice. But as we were saying, Paul. No hooks. It's weirdly tuneless. The lady cannot write a, a, a hook. Lyrics one way or the other. They're very nursery rhymey and basic. And, and they repeat. Yeah. But they're just for kids' songs. Yeah. Which is fine. But you're right. There's no hook there. They amble and they trail yeah. off and then they yeah, yeah. awkwardly come to an end. Yes. There's um, a there's a lack of uh, melodic uh, confidence. Isn't I, even, there? I think even the Roger uh, the Roger Rabbit, fuck me, the Roland Rat superstar. Oh, he's on it. Track. Yeah, we haven't mentioned that. And that might be the slightest thing on the whole album because it's basically him talking about himself, and then he sings a song written by Kevin, and it's awful. And then the song's over. He goes, "Here, yeah, go on, Lulu, you take over now." Yeah, so it segues into the Lulu track. Yeah. One of the Lulus. So, so it's got two con- tracks. Does it make it a concept album now then? It is a concept album, essentially. It's, it's a kids' charity concept album. And it is so 70s. But then Roland Rat is so 80s. So that's the thing that pulls it out of the 70s for me. It pops out. And you think, oh no, this must have been later. You know, um, Petula Clark, Felicity Kendall, all of Harry Seacombe. Yeah. Rolf Harris is kind of names of the 70s to some extent. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he was huge from the 60s onwards, wasn't he? I guess he? it's only like Dennis Waterman and Roland Rat that are quote-unquote contemporary. But even though Dennis Waterman was doing the Sweeney in the 70s. So. He was, yeah. But like, you know, most of these, you can understand why they do a kid's thing. 
But why would Dennis Waterman do a kids thing? Because it's for the charity. It's for the kids. Um, Lulu has a double-decker bus song Bridget on Bridget had something on him. Maybe. It seems like she knew she could get favours from all of these people for I some reason. She had something on Rolf. Yeah, maybe she did. Yeah, I, mean, you know that, I, mean? I mean, that's no I joking mean, aside. I mean, I mean, yeah, no. I told you that story about Rolf. Watch Rolf's story. My mate. Is this the one we can edit out or No, it's keep not it? nothing bad. Oh, cool. But on. he met Rolf Harris just at some fair or event he was at. Yeah. In the 80s would have been. And he re- recalls being given the stink eye by Harris and, give, and this sort of mask off expression coming over Rolf's face when he looked at him. He remembers it from years ago. Oh, like it haunted him? Yeah. Like to see the chat. And the then cha- when the, when the, the revelations came out. came out, he was like, yeah, that makes sense. I saw that face. Yeah. I know the, that the face. The face of evil, man. Horrible, huh? Anyway. anyway, he did a song called The Farmer's Son. The other thing is, that, uh, it seems anachronistic, this record, in terms of the music, because it does the reggae thing. Unnecessarily. Uh, which was big in the 70s. And it does, it, it sort of references disco on, on a couple Lulu of tracks, track. on the Lulu bus track. Um, but that's very much over by 80. What's it, 82? This is 84. 84. It's well dead by then. It's the Disco is gone, and they haven't uh, incorporated any sort of of the sounds that are around in the 80s. New uh, new wave or... There's none of that. Or electro pop, you know. There's 84 no- would have had a bit of a punk in it as well. There's even that line, isn't it, in the it's- song where it's like... We'll rock it like the punkers do. Yeah, rock and it like, like the punkers. And they say... It's such a middle-class way of trying to get that message across. Oh, did you hear those punkers with their punking music? So it is sort of out of time, out of... It's not trendy. I know it's not trying to be trendy, no. but it's very much not on the pulse in terms of music of the era. Like intellectually speaking, it's more Duplo rather than Lego It's definitely kids. Duplo rather than Lego. Well, what you, Splatter or platter, though, Eli? I would say one. that song I picked, I think, is a good example. I would say overall... Uh, splatter. Yeah. But moments are platter worthy for me. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that, actually. I was trying to think where I'd where I'd throw my throw my hat. You know, I was trying to think which where I'd throw my hat down on. Yeah, which side where, you'd which throw your hat, hat down. Yeah. No, what, no, that's throw my, my that's hat making... in. I throw my hat down <laughs> in. in well, which one I wanted to throw me in my hat yeah. down. Don't throw in the towel, throw a hat throw in. A hat, throw in the towel in my hat. Throw a towel in my hat down. It's spunk on the floor, throw come a towel. Round, come round here. <laughs> Wanker. Uh, so what would you say? Splatter or platter? I, I'm probably going to have to agree with you. Splatter with a dash of platter. A dash of platter. It's quite an interesting thing, and I love I love covering stuff like this. Yeah, I like covering stuff like this. It's a real kind of curio of of a time and place. I, it didn't have any much of a legacy. I hope it raised some money for charity. Yes, uh, music for pleasure. Um, so I just pass you it. Please. MFP, don't, don't push down on my trolley. You'll break it. He's trying to let out a grunt, everyone. Well done. Did you hear that? It was wet as normal. I'm awaiting the arrival of it across the table. Like, my bum votes a splatter. <laughs> yes, it certainly does, doesn't it? Yes. How witty. And that's the how we're ending the segment. With me, a professional podcaster, breaking wind upon you, my microphone. You've never stopped. I've stopped, like, several years ago, stopped farting I the feel it's a bit of rebellion. I think it's a bit of, kind of, me being a true maverick broadcaster. Oh, uh, there you go. Yes, you are a maverick. Isn't it? Isn't Fine, it, I'm though? not complaining. It's a maverick move, that, isn't I'm it? Not complaining. It's a lateral maverick move. I just would like to say, music for pleasure, worth looking at, and it, you see it all over the charity shops, but they do have some good collectible things. Donovan put out records on Music for Pleasure, and those also have very nice Donovan music on. Just after, like Donovan, I guess, don't you? I like some of some of Donovan's oh, right. stuff, but a lot of crap on it as well. Jason like, Donovan, not Jason. Donovan. I like Jason. If you, see, if you see Jason Donovan on Music for Pleasure label, grab it. It's probably got some early classics. I'll on. I'll tell you two other similar sort of budget labels of the era. Ktel, 
No. Rhino. Mm-hmm. Charisma. Yes. And Marble I'll... Arch. You ever seen those Marble Arch ones? Oh, very that rings similar a bell. label. Sort of British, sort of cut price labels. Fifty p albums back in the day. They were just yes, because yeah. there was there was the whole industry was vinyl. This is before the um, the compact cassette even came out. The well, only way you'd buy recorded music vinyl, or, yeah, no, or, I know. or reel-to-reel. I suppose they sold yeah. those, didn't they? Yeah, but they would have been super-duper expensive, yeah. wouldn't they? Not, or not to the track, masses. If you're American. That no. was a more of an American thing, 8-track. 8-track didn't come until the 70s, though, did it? Yeah, like, like late 60s, 60s, 70s, yeah. I'm sure it was. But it just never caught on the UK because it was more of a car thing, wasn't it? So, Very much a car thing, yeah. And by that time, Britain had radios and then cassette decks. It's a whole thing. If you want to know more, I'm sure Techmoan on YouTube will tell you all that kind of stuff. It's a very good channel. Right, we've voted, we've chosen, it's time to close the platter segment down. Okay. We can just do it normally and stop now and say thank you and then do the admin, or we could desperately thrash our way towards something witty to do. No, what I do don't think do? we should do that, Paul. You don't think we no, should thrash I don't about? Think, I don't think we should don't thrash think about. We should thrash I've about seen what, what you've been coming up with today. And it's been reasonably no, gold. No, it's been... It's pewter. It's not... It's nothing. It's not, it's not gold. Oh, I'm not going to say it's gold. It's been pewter. Paul, it's just been very poor, all of it. Platinum. What about platinum? A bit of a platinum type thing. I've been doing platinum. <laughs> well, we both boffed on it now, ladies and gentlemen, and that's called it quits. Now, that means the moon's oh, aligned. Was... Oh, dear. That was a little bit... That like... didn't need to happen, no, man. No, it's like a little electric spark from the wall. It was something like that. That's not how we're ending this. Segment. Yeah, we're going to end on Eli's brown spark. <laughs> Press the stupid button. Right, that's another episode done. We hope you've enjoyed yourself and had a bit of a giggle whenever it is you've decided to listen to this podcast. So, look, long story short, if you want social media links, if you want links to videos or pages that accompany said episodes of the podcast or bits and bobs in general, it is thecheapshow.co.uk. You can email us, thecheapshow at gmail.com if you have anything you want to say or you have a Tales from the Shop Floor. We have a P.O. Box which you can send stuff to. That's on our website and in the metadata for this podcast on the podcast app of your choosing. Twitter, X, whatever you want to fucking call it, it's dying in its arse. So we're also on threads. Just look for Cheap are Show we? Pod there. Yeah, we are. I haven't even got threads. Don't worry about it, mate. Think uh, about it. It's one less thing to worry about. I know. It's just what we got to do for the grind. And also, we'd like to say thank you to our Patreon supporters who support us and keep this podcast going. Thank you so much for your support. And if you'd like to join them and get access to all the extra goodies that you can get your hands and ears on, it is patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. And that is ultimately the admin. Thank you very much for your support, patrons. Uh, the video which features me, were you filming when I found the geocache when we were out and about? Yes. No, the walkabout episode, the Ganon's Golden Quest video, is now up for patrons. Uh, an hour, that is, that video. That's extra value hour. And yeah. you can give very little money and just get Yeah, that's all tiers, all that, that one as well. Because there are different tiers of, of support. Video episodes for the top tier. There's a lot of tiers amongst our supporters. Crap book episodes for podcasts and everything else that is associated with the episodes and kind of tangential stuff. All tiers. Including the magazine. There's a new one out. Ooh, eggs. Recently, Eggs. Cheap Show Magazine, all about eggs with it's articles fucking... from Ethan and Biffo and you and me. We all write in it. It's a classic episode of the magazine. And I'm going to announce it now, but I think I'm definitely going to do a winky documentary. And I'm talking with Stuart and a few other people about funds and making it. So when we go over to LA, we should do some research while we're out there if we can. Oh, well, I would like to see the winky sign location because I'm just yeah, into... You sort take of... that. It's near the Standard Hotel off uh, the topology. Sunset. We could yeah. walk up there, could we? Yeah, easy. 
Not a problem. It's not a really long walk. No, we can get there. It's easy. It's a short walk. We'll get an from Uber Hollywood. to nearby. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah, because I went there in 2019, didn't I? So yeah, we could go I'd together. Li- I'd like to see it. Yeah. So we're going to start working on a documentary because and next year, it will be 40 years since that happened because it started in almost 40 years ago today, uh, this year, Christmas, and then and ended next summer, if that makes sense. If people don't know what we're talking about, Winky, what number episode should they look 181. for? 181. If it's not, just look for the episode called Winky the Untold Story. And Search then you'll know. That. It's a three-hour episode that goes into the deep dive. We've been given some more information this recently. This is what I wanted to say, yes. Yeah. We've, um, we've got a cachet of, of new facts and interests. Some very figures. interesting things. I saw them with my own eyes today. You did. You did. And it's a fascinating story. So hopefully... That's it. We're going to launch that and hopefully make it next year. I just want to say that noodle, fucking lucky me, chicken milk. I slurped it down in the break. Don't. No, please. I I just want to say goodbye to them before we end the episode. I like those bowls. Why do you always have to grab my my pottery? Oh, hello there, Eli. I just want to say... Could you live somewhere else, God, please? I was going to say, if you can find somewhere else for me, I'll go there. I can. I've got lots of cardboard boxes. What have you got? No, God, God, God can't be in an envelope. Can't do that. Oh, no, he's not going to live in a light fitting either. Oh, mate. What about this? You know what? No, I'm not going in a ca- fucking Pepsi bottle, mate. What about this? No, I'm not doing that. No, I know where I'm going to go. I know where I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going up your arsehole, mate. <laughs> I'm going up your Back big arsehole. Fuck off, don't touch me. I'm going, going, still going up your arsehole. It's the worst improvisation you've ever done. Your ass. Oh, come on. God, come oh, on, God. I'll fucking have you! And try to get out of my ass! I'll be fucking omnipresent in your ass! Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening, Goodbye. Boys and girls. Bye bye. Goodbye.